You're listening to The Alan Carter Show. I'm Pei Chen, filling in for Alan for the rest of the week. Now, it's uh, it's something you've been hearing about and we've been talking about a lot, which is the challenges with the airline industry and with travel, um, airline travel, flying. People are nervous about going to the airport, whether or not they can get their passport in time. Uh, and even more so now, what I'm noticing on social media is the number of people who are getting where they needed to go, maybe not on time, uh, but they're not getting their suitcases. And it's happening uh, more and more. And there have been a couple of changes. One yesterday was that Air Canada is temporarily going to ban pets from baggage hold. And I know that will impact some people um, who've been making those plans um, and how they're going to be able to rejig things and, and work around that. So on the line, I've got John Graddick, who is the faculty lecturer of supply chain logistics Operations and Integrated Aviation Management at McGill University. John, it's great to have you today. Nice to be here, Paige. Um, that is quite a title. So I expect that you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like saying, look, I know a lot about all of these very important things. <laughs> yeah, I try to say that I teach the stuff doesn't mean that I'm an expert, but I basically know enough to be dangerous. <laughs> you know what I say, fake it till you make it. Uh, John, you've made it. So let's just backtrack a little bit. The issue right now with people's um, flights being delayed, canceled, um, changed, upended, uh, that's one thing. The luggage issue is separate because sometimes you do get to where you need to go or you end up somewhere else um, and the bags aren't aren't coming through. What is... I guess it's it's so challenging because we see these photos and these videos of luggage carousels and baggage areas that are just um, full and, and suitcases are stacked upon each other. What is the short-term possible solution? Um, a bit more experienced people handling baggage at the airport, in my opinion. I think that what you're seeing right now is the fact that there's a lot of stuff going on in terms of passengers either arriving or departing. There's a lot of bags being processed. Um, the staff that's basically doing this work of, of sorting bags and putting them onto airplanes uh, and driving them around the tarmac to get them to airplanes. It, they're fairly new people at the airport. It takes them a while to get the experience and the training that they need to get to become very efficient. So uh, it's just a question of volume of luggage, inexperienced staff that hopefully will get itself sorted out over the next couple of weeks. So, yes, we're going to be in this continued mishandling a baggage situation for a few more weeks, in my opinion, but hopefully that we'll be able to sort it all out at the latest by September. Now, the problem, as you mentioned, is it's ongoing, and it's not like there's a lull anywhere. It's not like suddenly people take a hiatus in, oh, I don't know, August and stop traveling and they can catch their breath. Uh, It's just, it's ramping up. It's still busy. So how can the airline industry catch up with the backlog? Because when I see videos of all of those suitcases just sitting there, is there enough staff to deal with that on top of employees to deal with, you know, the constant flights that are coming and going? Well, you know, the pictures you're seeing are basically bags that are sitting in arrivals halls at, at, the, at the baggage belt. Uh, so theoretically, they're not interfering with the flow of the flow of bags if you're departing Pearson or Montreal Trudeau uh, you know what you the scenes you see in the baggage halls should not interfere should not interfere uh, with the um, you know the, with the smooth flow of bags so it tells me that bags still aren't making it um, there is a, a more 
uh, inherent problem at the airport uh, in terms of processing and moving those bags from the baggage system to and from airplanes. And I think that's where, you know, experienced staff, staff who are equipped to, to, to know what to do, and probably the, the number of people that are available on the, air, you know, on, on the ramp basically look at unloading airplanes and loading airplanes. I think it's a question of the number of people, the skill set those people have, and just the sheer volume. Now, are you aware of uh, airlines or, or airports um, hiring more people to deal with just the stuff that's sitting there? I mean, like you said, it's, it may not impact the, the coming and going on a daily basis, but that does it. But there's still like, that's my suitcase that's been sitting there for seven days. When is someone going to scan it? Like, when is someone going to pick that up and, uh, and deliver it to me? Well, you know, you know, as well as I do, the stories about people who put in those infamous air tags and bags and they've been following the bags or. Or, the, or not following, or, or following the non-movement mm. of, of those bags. So, yeah, there's technology, and, you know, it's now become, you know, what I call crowdsourcing in terms of the effort to tell Air Canada, like, there's my bag, go get it, and deliver it to me, and I know exactly where it is, and I want you guys to move it. And, you know, it probably is that technology is, is you know, available to the traveling public, and Air Canada is, doesn't have that level of, sophistication, that level of technology to do what you know, these, uh, these, air, these air tags are able to do. So, you know, the, the, the question is going to be one of, does Air Canada have enough staff mm-hmm. to be able to, in fact, go in there and clear out the, uh, the, uh, the baggage backlog? My view is that, you know, Air Canada, WestJet, we're all in the same boat, uh, and you've got to do a conservative effort. My view is that get those bags out of there, put them to an off-site location, get them sorted out and use FedEx, DHL, Curator, whoever. Just get those bags into the hands of the traveling public, wherever they happen to be, but get them out of the building. Well, it, that's what everyone wants. Like, I, We just want our bags back. So get, get them out of the building. But the challenge seems to be there is no one there to sort them and, and process them uh, because they're just they're so backed up and it just keep, seems to accumulate. So for those, like you said, who have tracking devices or who may have heard back from the airline when they say, oh, guess what? You know what? Your, your suitcase actually never left. It's just sitting here. Um, and that there's so much frustration that comes from knowing where your suitcase is, but yet not being able to access it. Yeah, well, you know, welcome to the, the summer of 22 travel. I think that, you know, everybody's short of people. Mm-hmm. We all know that the trials and tribulations that the industry, the hospitality industry is getting in terms of getting staff. Uh, the airlines and the airports are not immune from that shortage of staff. Wages are low. Shifts are lousy. Um, you know, it's backbreaking. You're moving 50-pound bags. Uh, it's not a very, it's, it, and it is a dangerous place to work in. Yeah. And I think that, you know, you've got to really have skills and experience and know-how in order for you to become, you know, efficient at doing the work that you're doing. So that efficiency does take a learning curve. And unfortunately, where that learning curve is taking place in the middle of the peak travel season, and it's causing all kinds of grief to the traveling public. Now, is the issue with the airport or is it with the airline? Because I'll just give you an example. Um, I had a, a Piece of, suit, a piece of luggage delayed uh, for the entirety of my trip earlier this year. And the airline kept saying, that's not us, it's the baggage department. So there's a lot of like shifting blame. And in the end, I actually didn't know who was responsible. Yeah, well, you know, that's, you know, unfortunately, that's the game that's being played in, in, in these days. It's basically finger pointing rather than, you know, solving the problem. And I think that, you know, in, in, in the way we normally work in operation at an airport, the airport is responsible 
for the baggage system. So mm-hmm. the carousels, the belts, all of that good stuff is really uh, the airport authority who's got it. The actual handling of the bag and to, you know, bringing it to the belt and then taking it off the belt and putting it on the floor, those are all airline staff, either contracted or direct airport staff. So, you know, it, it is, you know, air, aviation is an integrated system. So, you know, the airlines don't own the baggage belts. The airlines don't own the sortation systems. It is the airport authority. So the airlines basically move the bags onto a system that's basically operated by the airport authority. So it's kind of tough. But my view is that, you know, ultimately, you know, the bag was entrusted to the airline, and it is the airline's responsibility to take accountability for the delivery of that bag to you as a traveling public. So Okay, that's good. That. So don't use don't use the airport as an excuse. Okay. Uh, it really it really it, it really it really is the airline's response. I just need to know where to direct my anger, John. That's that's oh, all. Yeah. I just <laughs> No, but yeah, I understand airline. and it's great because I think even online when I see um, the frustration Sometimes it's people are blaming the wrong people. Um, you know, it's not the person at the desk. It's not their fault. Uh, so it's good to know where the responsibility lies and where that chain of command is. Uh, John, I really appreciate uh, your time. Thank you for all of your your tips and your insight. Okay, my pleasure, Bay. Have a great day. You too. That's John Graddick. He's the faculty lecturer of, wait, listen up, Supply Chain, Logistics, Operations, and Integrated Aviation Management at McGill University. I'm Pei Chen. You're listening to the Alan Carter Radio Program.